Hello, my name is Conrad Kinch and this is Send 3 and 4 pence, a semi-regular podcast about gaming, books and the law as we shamble hopefully towards eternity. And now, a few thoughts on compromise in wargaming. Jean-Paul Sartre once wrote, There are no politics with clean hands. Actually, so far as I can tell, he didn't, but he did write a play called Dirty Hands. The sentiment is certainly there, but uh, not in so many words. I actually read the play in translation a while ago, and if it taught me anything, it was that there are damn good reasons that Sartre, like Clausewitz, is more often quoted than read. If I was to quote a similar aphorism for wargaming, it would be, no wargaming without constant, uneasy compromise. We constantly make compromises in war games whether it's playing with a rule set that we're not mad about because that's what the club plays or accepting the 20 men with the flag is for the purposes of this game a battalion um my horse and musket rules of choice don't include rules for limbering or unlimbering guns for example a compromise i'm willing to accept because it speeds play uh certain chaps are willing to play with unpainted figures which is definitely a compromise too far for me um but to each his own. In a world of platonic ideals, where the ideal wargamer plays the ideal game, the perfect wargame, which would be Napoleonic's naturally, it would be played out on a table that is of infinite capacity, with figures whose uniforms will not only be accurate, but will also get muddier as the battle rages, and whose musketry will wreathe the battlefield in smoke, All of this will play out sufficiently swiftly for the warring parties to leg it down to the philosopher's arms with time for brandy and soda before last orders. Failing that, there may have to be some compromises. The trick when thinking about compromise is to identify what is really important where you aren't willing to compromise and to work forward from there. If your objective is to amass a beautiful collection of 28mm figures, then perhaps you should consider availing of a painting service to help you on your way. If the object... If the object of the exercise is to paint those figures yourself, and that is the part that you enjoy, you might be willing to use quite an abstract rule set that doesn't require as many figures for a game. Not all compromise is good. The trick is to think clearly about your objectives and plan accordingly. For example, I was ghastly ill after Christmas, um, and it was awful and all the more frustrating because I couldn't do my usual trick when ill of catching up with some reading. Now, as it happened, I came across an audiobook version of the memoirs of Judge Advocate General Larpon, a set of Peninsular more memoirs that I'd bought in a rather hefty hardback some years previously. I would pr- have preferred to read them myself, but I wasn't quite up to it. And when I was well, I went back to work and was so busy catching up with everything that had piled up in my absence that I didn't have a time to tote a book around. Fortunately, I was able to listen to about half of it when I was ill and when I was well, I had the good advocate saved on my phone and was able to listen to him in the gym or during my commute. Now, naturally, I would have preferred to read that book by the fire with a glass or something convivial, but at least this way I got to read the book in some way, which was better than nothing. So looking at my own personal balance sheet, I enjoy spending time with my pals. Uh, I like battles with colourful toy soldiers and I demand a certain amount of role playing from my games. As a result, I will generally forgo the opportunity for a game if it means that I have to play with someone I do not like. I will probably not play with unpainted figures. 
I don't much care if the intricacies of the rules reflect reality, so long as they play in an appropriate amount of time and the end result seems plausible. I dislike record keep- keeping and ahistorical matchups generally. Looking at some other gamers, Charles Grant isn't averse to using his own fictional armies to stand in for their historical counterparts in his 18th century games. And Ben Gilmore of uh, Roast Beef and Johnny Frog blog isn't averse to using 12-man strong units, which look a little ridiculous to my eye, but uh, he seems very happy with them. The trick is to think clearly about what one is attempting to achieve. I find myself separating things into one of three categories. One, matters over which there can be no compromise, like, for example, measuring in centimetres. It's, it's just wrong. Two, matters where I'm willing to compromise within limits. I want to play with painted figures, for example, but I'm not too punctilious about uniforms. I'm, I'm certainly willing to squint a bit and let a, uh, a Peninsular War redcoat stand in for a Waterloo redcoat, for example. Three, things about which I have no strong opinion. Like, for example, do the rules include a first fire bonus? Using the schema allows you to concentrate on what is really important to you, because the more things that end up in the third category, the less you have to worry about, and the more you can concentrate on achieving what is really important. This should help cut down some of the endless preparation that seems to dog some wargamers, and which prevents them from getting on with the real business of wargamers, which is wargaming. Um, that is a short piece which I wrote for a magazine oh about 10 years ago at this stage and uh, you'll see uh, another few bits and pieces popping up uh, on the podcast over the next few weeks because I've been sadly sadly neglecting it but uh, I hope you've enjoyed that and it's given you some food for thought and I will catch you on the next one have been listening to Send 3 and 4 Pence, a semi-regular podcast about gaming, books and the law. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share, like and subscribe, and most importantly, tell your friends that you liked it. And if you didn't like this podcast, please like, share and subscribe, and most importantly, tell your friends that you liked it. Thank you and goodbye.